Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This is Believe in Betting LA episode 39. We are live from a bedroom and a basement, which is uh, no different, Chris, than we've always ever been. So there's some normalcy in the life of coronavirus. This is Believe in Betting LA episode 39. Once again, I'm your host, Sam Maxwell. You can follow me on Twitter at smaxwell713. And joining us from his basement, I believe is your basement at least, Chris, uh, is Chris Lewart of Stack Capital. How are you in this fine Tuesday evening, Chris. I enjoy that this is one of the times that we actually have a leg up on the mainstream media, watching uh, the Skip Baylesses and Stephen A. Smiths and so on try and do uh, their shows and their radio and their podcasts and everything from their homes is uh, is pretty funny. Uh, you can do some Googling around and find some broadcasters doing things and like dogs are walking through the screen and, you know, mom is yelling downstairs if, you know, you need some cookies or something like that. So, uh <laughs> Strange, crazy world we're living in. Yes, it is indeed. And this is March 31st, the last day of what's felt like a decade, March 2020. The first quarter of this year, Chris has concluded. Uh, obviously, this month was uh, terrible for, for many different reasons. We hope everyone out there uh, staying safe, staying healthy, staying sane. Uh, you know, we've been doing this for, I've been doing this for almost a month now, Chris. I don't know about you. Um, you obviously traveled to Chicago, so... It's it's uh and, and you have a kid so I mean that must be even more difficult. Tell tell me tell tell the audience and tell me what that's like uh, having a young child where you know obviously they're not going to school or anything at that age but um, at this point you have absolutely zero break from your house. Yeah, and that's what makes it harder for me is that I was working up until the world stopped. Right, so I had things to do during the day and tasks I need to accomplish and. My wife was very accommodating of that, so she would look after uh, our baby girl. And now that I don't have those things to do, I'm looking after our baby girl just as much as as my wife is. So there's a much uh, there's a much greater shared responsibility, which was just not the normal that we're doing to. So I would say the the plus side is I understand you know how difficult it is to you know a, a nine month old doesn't kind of plan her day. She uses all her energy immediately so she's crawling on me like a jumble jungle gym she's yelling and, and screaming and uh it's interesting it's definitely a, a bit of a stir crazy thing but um the weather's nice so you know going on walks is a, is a big deal mm-hmm. um you know planning your trip to the grocery store like it's 
it's uh, you know Black Friday, right? And you you put on your armor and you get your uh, disinfectant wipes and you you hit that up is you know little victories is uh, is the things that you have to kind of plan for. But um, yeah, I guess I was lucky to have traveled because I seemed to be well. But I kind of avoided the tedium of the first kind of ten days, two weeks of of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is funny going to the grocery store and there's no more a thought of like. Should I get that? Should I not get that? It's does that look good at all? And if the answer is yep. yes, like you get it because you don't know when you're going to be back. Um, you know, if, if it's something that's perishable, maybe you, a slight process in your mind. But I went to the grocery store, I spent you know, Costco prices at Trader Joe's like 180 bucks or whatever. And you know, you, you think, well, am I even gonna eat all this food? And it's all gone like six days later because <laughs> I, you know, I'm not eating out, I'm not leaving the house, like you're always there. Everything that you buy essentially will be eaten. So it's it's if it is if it looks good, if it looks appealing to you or your family, you might as well just hop on that. So uh, the things we live for these days is is difficult. Uh, again, this is episode 39 of Believe in Betting LA. Uh, we, as with all of you out there, probably wish there was some real things to talk about, some some sports we can bet on. Uh, the NFL did announce, Chris, that the NFL draft will still be held next month, April 23rd to 25th. That's three weeks from this Thursday. So we're going to get that. It's going to be a different kind of draft that was supposed to be in Las Vegas. That would have been a much bigger spectacle. But the teams will all, of course, be in their own facilities, maybe even remotely from their own homes. So it'll be really interesting. And uh, there's been a lot of different things brought up with the NFL draft that, you know, some teams are getting hit harder by this than others. You know, the New York teams, uh, the Seahawks in Seattle, uh, New Orleans and Detroit are the two new epicenters in our country today. Uh, Some of these teams are at a competitive disadvantage. There's also been the question raised and why a lot of people wanted this to be postponed for a while is that a lot of these teams haven't had in-person visits. They don't have an injury history. They don't have uh, interviews with these players. That's usually a huge part of the process. Of course, there was the senior bowl. Those two teams have a huge advantage. Those coaching staffs, I I believe it was Cincinnati, and I'll look up who the other one is. Uh, And then, of course, the combine still was held. But it's going to be a much different draft this year. It's going to change the way in which we bet the draft as well. That's coming up here in three weeks. We'll have something, Chris, to talk about, but we have to wait another three weeks. Yeah, which as as time is moving along right now, might as well be six months. Uh, it just time is crawling. I can't believe March is not. Yeah, I mean, it's almost over, but it's not over yet. It's 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 wild. Like I said, this felt like an, an entirety of a decade. I mean, think back to the Super Bowl. That's like the really last pronounced, you know, universal sports moment. That feels like an eternity ago. That's less than two months ago. It's just incredible. I mean, even this, the day that the NBA and, and college basketball that that two day stretch in which that was canceled. Uh, feels like forever ago so i mean just unprecedented times but um this is much bigger than sports this is much bigger than anyone out there and so we just got to hope that uh you know everyone everyone can do the right thing and we can get a figure out a solution to uh, a very very scary uh, international problem right now again this is episode 39 of believe in betting la you can find uh, me on twitter at s maxwell 713 chris my co-host is at lou mandingo rock Stack Capitals at Stack Cap and the Believe Podcast Network is at Believe Podcast. That's spelled B L E A V and Believe.com. Uh, all right, Chris. So we don't have any sports right now, but we are starting to talk about how we're going to potentially do this once we do get the green light from the government, from everyone else, uh, that you know they could do this. And so there's a lot of creativity that, that we're hearing out there uh, from the NBA going to a Midwestern college campus, just having all 30 teams play there in a couple of different arenas. To, you mentioned a cruise ship. I haven't heard that idea, but that's crazy. The NFL on an island in the Bahamas. I don't know if you're uh, you know, just speculating here if that's a real thing that you've heard. It's going to take some sort of creativity like that 
look, these are made for TV events. So while it is a blast to go to these games in person, and a lot of it, uh, you know, is stemmed from our love of doing that as kids uh, and taking our kids to those things eventually, um, we do think there's going to be sports. It's going to be different than how we've ever seen them before. So what do you think about some of these things that, that we were talking about previously? And how would you tackle this if you were one of these commissioners? So I think I think the NFL probably has the advantage because this they're kind of out in front of it. So this is going to be difficult for really difficult for the NBA. I, I the more and more you know baseball too. Uh, yeah, baseball is. Uh, I'm I have high hopes that baseball is going to actually really be able to salvage something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of talk about a July Fourth kickoff and you know like an eighty game sprint would be a very interesting thing. Uh, although we talked a little bit about that and that to me defeats the purpose of baseball because it's supposed to be a marathon. But I digress. I think I don't think they need to go to the spectacle of the cruise ship or you know the the Tulsa Oklahoma like outside a you know middle of, middle of the country kind of campus thing. I think you just need to tighten up your your team right so you get your players and you get essential staff and you treat them like you would you know it's not ideal right but you're making millions of dollars so you can probably put up with it for three or four or five months and you get treated like a dignitary basically which is. You don't have outside contact, right? It's the core that you work with, your coaches, your other players. You get shuttled from... And, you know, the, other, and the other team's players as well. Yeah. This is an interconnected web of several hundred, if not thousands of people. Right, and that's, you really gotta, you really just gotta, you know, narrow it down, right? And get essential staff only. And I think you play in, in basically empty stadiums. Um, and I think that's, that's what I would go with, the idea of, you know, putting all these guys, I mean, I guess you could put them all on like an island somewhere for three or four months and everybody's playing in the same stadium day in and day out. But, um, you know, maybe that's easier logistically if you could just kind of hold off the island and nobody nobody in, nobody out, like prison. Um, I think that would be worse than just kind of being forced to go from hotel room to stadium and back again, you know, for three or four months. But uh, I think it's more people just thinking up content and wacky ideas and seeing right. what they're going to go with. Um, I think the NBA is probably not going to come back and you're just going to see some kind of, Avoid you know, the season. yeah, celebrity, you know, uh, fantasy, whatever, whatever, just some goofy thing they're going to do to, you know, to, to draw ratings. Um, but I don't think there's any great answer other than hoping you can kind of keep these players well and keep the essential staff well and then try and kind of streamline the process so you're you're in your cocoon and nobody you know nobody's coming into that cocoon and you play in the empty stadiums but mm-hmm. i just feel like sports is ready to break through because there's so much money involved here and i know they want people in stadiums because tickets and merch and food and beer and all that makes money too but it's not even close to the money that they get with their tv partners so um i'm waiting for something to be announced here uh, shortly mm-hmm. um because they got to do something. Just too much money to be made, and, and frankly, my livelihood depends on it. So uh, get, it, get it, get it together, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to change so many different times over the course of the next several months, just based on you know how this virus is spreading and how we're able as a society to tackle uh, this very complex issue. Uh, we have a fun episode today, if you can really call it that. We're going to talk about uh, both our best gambling wins or, or sports moments, and so far our worst bad bets and it's funny Chris. we were kind of brainstorming this all the bad beats come to my mind way first than any of the exhilarating triumphs that i've ever had so it's funny how sometimes the bad moments stick with you uh but before we move on to talk about that i want to talk about our new sponsor for the show we're very excited to bring them on style is changing 
formal wear is out, especially considering that there, uh, you know, is no more public anymore. So no one's dressing up formal. And that's why this is a perfect sponsor for today. The t-shirt is in. True Classic Tees are our favorite. It's based here in Los Angeles, and it's a t-shirt company that is certainly on the rise. The t-shirts are soft. They hold up in the wash. They are incredibly versatile. You can wear them out. You can wear them to work out when gyms are open again someday. And most importantly, you can wear them around the house. It sounds like they're going to be doing a lot more very quickly. The best part, Chris, they're incredibly cheap. They're only $15. We need to stretch those dollars much further today with the unemployment and with the economy. So now you can get them for even less. The You can go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout, Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at trueclassictees.com. I was thinking, Chris, not just T-shirts, but I've worn <laughs> shorts or sweatpants every day <laughs> since I've been working from home several weeks ago. It's, it's, it's way different not having to shower, shave, you know, put on pants, put on a nice shirt. You know, no one, no one's ironing shirts anymore. It's it's, it's a way different. You know, there. I'm I'm looking for some positives here. We're trying to be glass half full on the show here. The the environment's bouncing back, and you know, you're, we're looking for any sort of silver linings we can have here, and, and that's certainly one of them. Is that we're all a lot more comfortable at home. So, let's dive right into it, Chris. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's start with our. Let's start with the the, the the most exhilarating wins. We just talked about being glass half full. Let's talk about the best wins either if it's going to be gambling or fantasy or as just a fan uh, what you know for you as a player playing uh, college football what are some of the, the the best moments in your sports gambling career so you know you would think super contest would be obvious but the thing about that was it was so nerve-wracking to watch Jameis Winston to watch half a million dollars in Jameis Winston's hands as he's throwing the ball to the other team over and over and over again. Luckily, he was doing it mostly to linebackers, and they weren't catching them. But one thing that stands out to me was, I believe it was 2011, and it was the Liberty Bowl, and it was between the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Vanderbilt Commodores. And I was out with a group of friends uh, in downtown Chicago who are traders, you know, economy, commodities, things like that. And for those of you, if you have friends or friends of friends that are traders like that, those guys get after it. This happened to be around Christmas time. So they were doing kind of an end of year uh, company get together. And it's uh, myself, I got I got to go along, we go out to a, a really nice steak place in Chicago, and just wine and drinks and steak and sides and two straight hours of ordering food and, uh, and drinking. And as we're finishing up, one guy is offering to be the house. You know, you guys, there's, there's a bowl game on, you know, Cincinnati's about ready to kick off. You guys want to bet. So, okay. So we, you know, looking, we're looking at our phones, we're looking at lines and saying, all right, you know, we'll take this, we'll take that, you know, give me 200 on this. And we basically continue to uh, go through the city of Chicago bar hopping. And every time we stop somewhere, we place another bet, basically. Like I'll take Cincinnati this, I'll take the under, I'll take the first quarter of this. And basically hit on everything and you know it's i'm sure you've been in this situation before sam is when you're with a group of guys and everybody's got the same bet down sam's this one poor dude who was the house and you're 10 cocktails deep and you're having a good time it's just it's amazing it's like the best feeling of the world like being at a hot craps table and we ended up middling this bet and probably winning eight or nine out of the 10 things that we had bet over the course of two hours with this game um and i just you know, from top to bottom, it was such an awesome experience to be with friends and to be in Chicago and to have it be like, you know, kind of partially snowing, but not too cold. 
uh, and it just is, is a memory I'll never forget. And, uh, Butch Jones, I think, was the coach. And uh, never have I been a bigger Cincinnati Bearcat fan than at that moment when, when the game finally ended. Just, just a great experience all around. Yeah, that's, that sounds like an exhilarating one for sure. Uh, I, have, I have two different ones here. And again, I just want to reiterate this. For whatever reason, the wins, maybe because I've just had Humble Brag so many of them over the years, mainly fantasy, <laughs> not, not as many that stick out in terms of just pure uh, gambling. Uh, but the losses really seem to stick with me so much more. But one I have in particular, I remember this was in 2014, and this was the first day of March Madness. One of the first games, it may have actually even been the first game, uh, and it was when Mercer from, I think it was Macon, Georgia, beat Duke. Uh, they were, I forget which seed they were, but uh, March 21st, 2014. I actually was so confident in this that I took the number 14 seed Mercer Bears. Uh, they won 78-71. I took the money line in this game. I forget exactly what it paid out, but I, I took them in my bracket, which was obviously a ton of fun. And I also took them uh, in, in, in to bet and to win. So... Uh, that one was a lot of fun. That was a really unlikable Duke team. Uh, and, and that Mercer Bears team, which is, you know, a classic mid-major that just peaks at the right time. They control that whole second half. And I just remember loving every moment of it. And that was even before Duke beat Wisconsin in uh, in the championship in the following year, actually. So this is before I really despise Duke basketball. But, uh, you know, everyone loves to hate on Duke. And, and, th- and this Duke team uh, got taken down. Very first round, the very beginning of the 2014 tournament. So that one was a lot of fun for me. And a second one that I'm going to mention here, it's actually a bittersweet moment, but it just really sticks out as a betting win for me. That was the 2011 Rose Bowl, uh, which was between TCU, Andy Dalton's TCU team, uh, and the Badgers. And I was there in Pasadena, the first Badger Rose Bowl uh, in a long time. I was in college. Uh, This is a team that had J.J. Watt on it. It was a very good Wisconsin team. Uh, We were actually two-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game because TCU was completely undefeated going into that game. A lot of people felt that, you know, that was going to be a huge win for the Badgers, and uh, it was a long game. They ended up scoring what would be the game time touchdown. But you need a two point conversion instead of running the ball like they should have. They ended up ha- play action faking and it got knocked down. Onside kick. They don't get it. Game's over. They end up losing by two points. The spread was two and a half. So while I was absolutely <laughs> devastated from uh, as a fan, uh, the irony is that I, I won a huge bet by half a point. And you know I was going to take the money line. I decided to take the points, uh, considering this exact scenario that what if they happen yep. to cover. Uh, and lose, I'll at least have that as a silver lining. And so that's exactly what happened in the 2011 Rose Bowl game. So that one really sticks out as a gambling win, even though that was a really disappointing day all around. So those are the two best wins for me. Uh, yours is obviously a real fun string of different wins. Um, we're going to talk about bad beats when we come back here. But uh, before we move on to that, I do want to talk about our second sponsor. While you're waiting this out at home with us, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.ag. Of course, as we've discussed there's no NBA, there's no NHL, there's no March Madness, which is devastating. There's no baseball. Opening day should have been last week. You might think there's nothing to bet on, Chris, but Bet Online still has hundreds of bets and places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. And sports aren't totally done. There's still, we think, mixed martial arts that may happen this, in this next month here in April for UFC, uh, American Idol. The election is coming up. The spelling bee, if that still happens. Come on, There's $750,000 poker series. There's still some fun to be had, is my point. So go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, Chris, where the fun never ends. And also, I want to quickly give a plug here. We were invited by the Believe Podcast 
uh, side of the producer side uh, to, to do a NFL post-free agency roundtable discussion. I was signed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That one's going to be a lot of fun uh, with Tom Brady, of course, going to Tampa. And, and you're going to, I think, get a, a team from the NFC South as well, Chris. So we'll, we'll have that for you guys coming up in April. Let's move on, Chris. Let's talk about the best bad beats we've ever had. You start. Yeah. So I, as I was thinking about it, you know, there's probably a dozen, you know, football games and March Madness games. I can actually think of a Wisconsin basketball game when Wisconsin was just dribble, 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 Which dribble. Remember March Madness game was like a tournament game. It would have been like Ole Miss 2013, probably Marshall Henderson on that Ole Miss team. It might. I don't think it was that kind of. It was. It was like a second round game. But I mean, I feel like this is kind of Big Ten basketball. But this year, Wisconsin. I just. I think Bo Ryan kind of knew he didn't. He was trying to protect his team. Uh, is the feeling that I got, and they would just dribble it out to two or three seconds and hoist up a long three pointer and things like that drive me crazy. But the the ones that I just can't shake, and they weren't for a lot of money, and one of them didn't even affect me. It happened to a friend, but. Both of these were kick returns for touchdowns. One was Johnny Knox on the Bears, you know, probably seven years ago. And the Bears are down like 24 points. And, you know, I'm looking for an over. And Knox returns it. Kickoff return. It's the fourth quarter. There's like 18 seconds left. That puts it over. Nope. Ref says he's out of bounds. Now, this is before replay. So, they show the replay on TV. Refs aren't looking at it. He wasn't even close, like two yards from the sidelines, and they're calling him out of bounds. And it just made me so angry, just infuriates me that there was a bad call like that. Um, and I just – I don't know what it was about that bet that I can't forget it. And then the other one was a friend of mine in a fantasy playoff game. Uh, we call it the Billy Bullock game because this is like probably 2004, 2005. And I think it was Titans, Vikings, maybe. And Billy Volek threw five touchdown passes and, and 500 yards to Drew Bennett. Drew Bennett had like 280 yards receiving and three touchdown receptions. And same sort of thing. My buddy has like Titans, uh, or the guy has Titans defense. And he's got Billy Volek and Drew Bennett. And all he needs is a couple points to get scored against the defense. And same thing. Guy in, guy in Minnesota takes it in for a touchdown and they call him out of bounds. And he's like three yards from the sidelines. Just egregious refereeing mistakes that I can't let go uh, that I know it's part of the game. And I know you got to factor that in with your betting, but it just, those two things, when I think about bad beats, just always stick out with bad NFL refereeing out of bounds calls. There are so many different, uh, you know, things that were swung one direction or the other based on bad refereeing. And it's, I think it's, you know, it's fair to say that it's gotten a lot better over the years, adding in replay, which has created some other headaches, of course. The Virginia National Championship basketball game last year comes to mind where you look at every single detail and it takes 10 minutes and, you know, you change the result of of a game, of a season, just based on one thing. But for the most part, I think, you know, the officiating has gotten better over the years. And so I want to commend uh, the officials across all sports, uh, uh, at least improving and trying to improve. I have some... Really bad beats. It's it's been hard to, to narrow this down, so I'm gonna try my best to do it. I have two of them I'm gonna mention. One was for me <clears throat> personally. It was a fantasy football game, just like yours. Uh, and one was uh, was not me, fortunately, but it was it was so memorable that I have to say it was someone else. Um, so I'm gonna start with that one. It was the 2015 NCAA tournament. Uh, I was actually in Las Vegas with a big group, and one of my good friends' brothers wants to put down a large sum of money on Michigan State, who was the presumptive. Uh, championship favorite going into that year. They were a hot pick. 
the Big Ten uh, uh, Conference champion, I believe, Tom Izzo. Um, it was a senior-laden team, a lot of really good players on that team. Uh, and so they were, they were expected to crush 15 seed, middle Tennessee State. Uh, <laughs> and, and so the, the really memorable part is, you know, my friend's brother asked my friend and me, you know, is this a good idea? And I said, you're an idiot. Like, why would you do that? Why would you lay that much money out for such a small return? And he said, well, my, my friend rationalized it. Well, you know, it's, it's free lunch. You want to, you know, get, get the free lunch out of it. We're here in Vegas. What about $500 to win 20? Why not? Get, get the free buffet. So, all right. He puts a big sum of money down on <laughs> Michigan State. And if you have any recollection of that game at all, immediately, Middle Tennessee State <laughs> dominated that game from start to finish. Um, they shot the lights out of the ball. That Middle Tennessee State team, Middle Tennessee State team returned to the tournament either the next year or the following year, and it was great. They had a great, you know, couple-year run. Uh, and that team absolutely crushed all game. There was never a doubt that Middle Tennessee State was going to win that game. And my friend's brother just so devastated at the prospect of, Getting so greedy, and I think this is a really good lesson to gamblers out there that, you know, these teams are huge, huge, huge favorites for a reason, but that does not guarantee that they're going to win. That means they have, like, a 95% chance of winning or whatever, yep. but you got to look at where the returns, and that's what you you always try to preach, Chris, and, and you guys at SAG Capital try to preach is look at the value. Don't just look at the team that you think is an absolute slam dunk to win. That's right. So that one was incredibly memorable. That, that was one of the biggest upsets uh, I can remember in, in March Madness, just given – uh, that everyone had M- Michigan State as such a hot, a heavy favorite, or at least they were the hot pick to win it that year. The second one, unfortunately, is me personally, and this one came in late 2010, Chris. Do you remember seeing the videos of the Metrodome, the, the snow breaking the oh, roof, yeah. 2010, that big like marshmallow bubble video? It was the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life. And, of course, the Minnesota Vikings finished that season and then played a couple more seasons while their new stadium was being built at the University of Minnesota Gophers Stadium across town, uh, which was this small little band-aid uh, new stadium. Really nice. I, I broadcast a game there, actually, as a student. Uh, a nice stadium, but definitely not an nfl size stadium. Um, and so <laughs> I just remember this very, very well. It was the fantasy football semifinals, and I actually I either was tied with the tiebreaker or was up by a point going into that game. And I still had Vikings defense remaining. My opponent had nobody. Um, but... For whatever reason, I decided to play Minnesota's defense, and they were a very good defense that year. They had a lot of big games, and they were one of the top defenses in the league. They were playing the Chicago Bears, and that was an outside game. It was a snowy game, uh, and if I remember, the Bears absolutely just thrashed them. There was multiple return touchdowns, uh, and the Vikings defense amazingly got negative points, and I <laughs> lost my matchup. And, you know, that was over 10 years ago. I've learned to micromanage every single aspect of fantasy football now, which includes taking defenses out or kickers when they can get negative points. Or even, uh, you know, any, any position, it's theoretically, can get negative points. But defense can get the highest amount. And so now I always look, and if there's even a question, even if it's a season-long tiebreaker thing or various high points, I take that player out, I take the defense out, because you have the win clinched. And, you know, you could say, oh, it'll never happen. They'll get negative points to lose you the game. I'm here to tell you, Chris, it, can it did happen. It has happened. And it broke my heart in the semifinals of the 2010 fantasy football season. I'll never forget it. What is your limit, right? So there's the the very scary point correction. Uh, and how much do you have to be up before you would bench somebody? Like, are you comfortable just being up a point? Does it have to be two points, three points before you're going to bench? That's a great question. And look, it's very circumstantial, of course. If it's a quarterback, the max they're going to get, in theory, is like, maybe minus one or minus two. A running back's not going to fumble more than twice. That's negative four points. 
and that's assuming they get zero other points. A defense can, depending on certain leagues, they can get negative one, negative two, negative three, if they give up a bunch of points and don't get any sacks or turnovers. So it all depends, but, <clears throat> you know, stack corrections can happen at probably an even smaller percentage of chance. Uh, although I have seen playoff matches uh, swung on, on Wednesday. Stack correction, yeah. Uh, certainly, but yeah, you know, that, that depends, but I, I would say uh, at least two points is when I would feel totally comfortable, but uh, you know, you can lose by keeping your, your player in the lineup as well. So it just, it just totally depends on your circumstance, but uh, that was a haunting one. And uh, <laughs> I've come a long way since then. I think I've won three championships in my big money league since then. So um, we, we've, we've certainly answered, answered the bell since then, but <laughs> it was a really bad moment. So yeah. unless you have anything else to add, Chris, which uh, unless it's just conjecture at this point, there's really nothing else to add, sadly, given our current status of events here. No, it's just uh, funny that... Yeah, I mean, you said it, right? It's it's weird that winning never feels as good as losing feels bad sometimes. Um, but that's a lot of the process that we've kind of applied at Stag is it's interesting how my attitude about betting changed once I kind of was converted and saw the light. And, you know, in the past 10 years, we've, I say this in air quotes, figured out sports betting, right? And how it feels much more of a a thing you can kind of distance yourself from emotionally because you know you've made the, the correct play, right? Win or lose, you know you've you've done the right thing. So uh, I've kind of had a lessening of that feeling, but it's definitely true. You know, you win a hundred bucks on a game and you feel good for about five seconds. You lose a hundred bucks and it ruins the rest of your night. And this isn't just unique to you and I. Uh, you know, some of the best competitors in the world have said this: Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Tom Brady. Uh, the losses. Even if you've won so many great things in your career, they just yep. tend to stick with you more for whatever reason, which sucks, but uh, it's the truth. So we're hanging in there. We hope you are hanging out there as well. Please, again, we plead with you to listen to our public officials, stay at home, only go out when absolutely necessary, keep social distancing, and uh, try to remain positive and calm. And that's really the, all we can do. It's, things are getting really scary out there. Um, you know, don't, don't watch the news all day. It's only going to get worse and worse. Uh, and uh, just a heartfelt, you know, hang in there from all of us here at Bleed Podcast Network and including Chris and I from Stack Capital. So for the Bleed Podcast Network, for Chris Lewis for Stack Capital, I'm Sam Maxwell. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.